Saturday night. We are gonna wrap this up. We're gonna wrap up some things of relapse. And hopefully our next project will have a little more positive spin. But I'm not real sure. We may do um, an exercise I just learned on a call. We'll see. You never know. We'll see what shows up tomorrow. <laughs> All right. So the last one, and I'm gonna mess up how to say this word omnipotence, omnipotence. <laughs> I'm not 100% sure, but we're expanding our vocabulary. Here's what it says it means. This is a feeling that results from a combination of many of the above. Oh, I should probably recap. Okay, since this is the last little episode on the checklist of symptoms leading to a relapse, According to the phone card from GA literature, exhaustion, dishonesty, impatience, argumentativeness, depression, frustration, self-pity, cockiness, complacency, expecting too much from others, letting up on discipline, use of mood-altering chemicals, wanting too much, forgetting gratitude, and having an it can't happen to me attitude we covered last night. I think last night. So, uh, omnipotence, omnipotence. I remember struggling with this word when we talked about it in Kansas too. It's a fun word. Anyway, so the feeling that results from a combination of many of the above. You now have all the answers for yourself and others. No one can tell you anything. You ignore suggestions or advice from others. Relapse is probably imminent unless drastic change takes place. OMG, can you relate to that? I know when I'm when I'm referring to acting like an addict, I think that's omnipotence, omnipotence. Yeah, I'm going to struggle. I'll show with that. That's okay. I'm Bobby the Awesome, so however I pronounce it is the right way, right? Exactly. So, yeah, that's totally when I say I'm acting like an addict or when I'm describing to you guys when I think someone else is acting like an addict, they're definitely exhibiting these kinds of behaviors. Um, I would also add entitlement on there. (laughs) That's one that I've just been a hot button for me all month with other people, not me. It, It feels like that's something that could be added to the list. That was actually part of why I gambled was entitlement. I felt entitled that this was the money I earned and I could do what I want with it. So if it meant pissing it away at a casino, then that's what it meant. But I could do that because it was my money. Uh, I'm working on my relationship with money, by the way. And uh, hopefully I'll get it. No, you know what? I'm not even going to say hopefully. It's already started changing since Tuesday, since I started really digging into it. And as I'm, I'm working in the morning, writing some stuff, I'm, I'm digging into it more. Totally digressed again, didn't I? Okay, so have you ever been 
you know, stubborn or not want to hear advice from maybe other people in GA or, or you let them say what they want or your therapist or your family member and they're trying to, you know, give you some insight or show you what maybe we can't see in ourselves and, and you know, we shake our heads. Yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying. But in our heads, we really have already shut off the listening button and we're already thinking about how we're going to do it our own way anyway. Has that ever happened to you? I know it's happened to me. I'm a horrible listener to begin with. And, um, geez, I still see myself being a horrible listener to this day, even though I'm aware of it, even though I worked on it in uh, college the last couple of years when we were doing emotional intelligence and stuff. I'm just a horrible listener. Anyway, that's why I get to do all the talking. Can you relate to that, though, that that I know it all attitude or feeling a combination of these different attributes, you know, letting up on discipline. That's when when we're we're not going to meetings and you add that to, you know, some of this mood stuff or not being grateful because that's that's part of it. Right. Whether whether you're going to a meeting or. Or you're in a, you know, any kind of recovery group, smart group, um, even listening to the show, right? If you stop showing up for your recovery, relapse is totally, totally possible. And if you can make it past not participating in your recovery and still not bet, good for you. I mean, really, genuinely, I mean that. It's good for you. I would challenge personal growth and long-term success, but that's not my place to tell you that you have to do that. I'm just suggesting it to protect yourself. I, I believe it and that's my platform that you got to do the work and you got to show up every day and you have to be mindful of it every day. I mean, I'm trying to show up every day, twice a day and I'll be completely honest. There's Mornings, I want to just get going on to what I want to get going on to. There's nights that I don't want to leave the couch. You know, like, when do I get to chill out? Like, it's so much easier to not have to think about it. Or, you know, to be like the cool, you know, comedy podcast or true crime or or whatever. You know, it's not about any of that. It's about me showing up for my recovery. And that's what I do when I'm here with you every day, twice a day. And in the middle, <laughs> I'm, uh, you know, I had, I was on four Zoom calls today. It's a Saturday. Like, there almost should be rules against working that hard on a Saturday. But we got a text message this morning from the head of the center. There was about a dozen of us on there. And it was a lot of us that had, you know, some some time behind us, some clean time. And the memo was, actually, why don't I read it to you so I don't lie to you. The gist of it, whoops, Um, basically, oh, nope, he didn't, all right, I'm not finding it as easily as I thought. But basically, it was like, hey, need you at group today, casinos are opening back up, and we are hearing June 10th as a as a date around here which if this is your first episode uh around here is upstate new york and um 
yeah, we we have reason to be nervous. Really? Oh, no, I really can't find this message. Okay. Anyway, um, it was, you know, the casinos are opening up. The new guys need to, you know, hear what you guys have to say. And there was actually a little bit of guilt trip thrown in there. You know, he's like, Oscar would want you to do the work. He didn't need to tell any of us that Oscar would want that from us for us to show up. But it was it it was a tribute to Oscar, I guess. And um, and it's it's true. Oscar would have wanted us to have the conversation that we did today. And, um, you know, what did this two months off or three months off of life, of regular life and quarantine, what happened during that time that's on this list of symptoms, right? What, did we get depressed and frustrated and impatient and exhausted and complacent? And did we stop going to meetings because it wasn't the way we wanted them to be? Did we forget gratitude because we're feeling cooped up and and poor me or... Is it difficult because, you know, we don't have income coming in or, you know, there's, there's so many things that have happened the last few months that I would say make it legitimate. Like, and I'm not saying that no other time we don't have legitimate reasons to feel some of these things or act certain ways, but the magnitude of it right now bubbling up and and it if you're not connected at least this is the way I feel about me and this is part of why it was okay to be on four zoom meetings today because two three of them two of them were strictly recovery the one of the third one the one I just got off of could have been implied recovery if recovery had this whole other element uh, it was a very, it's a very spiritual group that I'm participating in. We're all working on, we're all in this class and this is like a subgroup of the class that we kind of just all are connected. It's, um, it's a very vulnerable group. That would be the word I would say. And even just participating in it is actually turning into part of my recovery. And that's, that's what I was referring to with maybe we'll do the exercise we did tonight. But, you know, we were just on there for two and a half hours and we were digging deep into our souls, digging freaking deep. And I'm not really getting into it because I don't I, I still have to digest all that I've absorbed today. And. Yeah, I need to I just need to sit on it. I need to reflect. I need to. um you know, it was it was a lot of, it was heavy. It was heavy the last couple hours. And it's been a very heavy week in general for me. I think starting with, you know, the money meditation on Tuesday, um, actively writing some of my feelings out, a lot of the involvement in, in these recovery environments, it's, it's saving me, but it's also challenging me to continue to grow. And it's so easy to get to a point like, okay, I've been doing all this work for the last X amount of time. 
why do why do I got to do all this work? You know what I mean? Like it was way easier to not do the work. It was way easier to sit in front of a slot machine and not have to look in the mirror because I'm looking at, you know, the games and, and numbing all of this and not having to deal with um, random tears that show up on, on whatever topics. I mean, twice this week we had a, well, I guess we didn't have to, but twice this week I was exposed no, three times, oh my goodness, three times this week, it was about going backwards in our past and how that relates to going forward. And if there's things we need to heal back there, you know, trying to first identify them and then how to deal with them. So there's been a a lot of themes like that. Um, So I guess on the topic of omnipotence, omnipotence, I think that's really how, I feel like that's how Kevin and Wendy taught me to say it was omnip, no, yeah, I can't do it. Okay, sorry. See, I guess I I do have a comedy show. Bobby Can't Speak <laughs> could be the name of it. But the moral of the story is a lot of these um, attributes totally could lead to relapse. And I'm not saying that if you're experiencing one or more that it means you're going to go bad. That's not what I'm saying at all. I'm saying that if we are trying to practice self-awareness and mindfulness and we're being honest, open, and willing with ourselves, the the way that a lot of, of recovery circles around, if we're doing all those things, maybe, maybe relapse is not even in sight but if we're not if we're not doing the work and we're letting our guard down I I just see it being very easy to go back and it's so freaking scary I don't know if any other states I don't I don't know the state of the world right now as far as casinos being open but if New York's getting close to you know this June date and I again I'm not sure if it's just Indian places because I saw that Connecticut was talking about opening up as well and I'm not telling you this so that if you're thinking about betting that you go I'm telling you this because um, it's important to be aware of it and when we were in group this morning and we get called on you know Bill's very good at at calling on us when it was my turn my my share was you know, he, he's asking us about what to do about these casinos opening. And my feeling is this, as, as and this is kind of the way I stated it, as someone who practically lives in a casino's parking lot, because it's that close, if I'm doing the right things for my recovery and for me and my mindset and my personal growth and development, if I'm doing all those things, the proximity of the casino doesn't even matter whether they're open or closed, doesn't even matter. It matters It matters more to me right now because I'm afraid. I'm afraid for those who might not have had an opportunity to do all the work or maybe haven't surrendered to not being able to control this issue or maybe not even identifying the fact that it was an issue. Maybe they had their pissy pants on every day since March 15th when the world shut down because they couldn't place a bet but they don't even know that that's what's aggravating them you know 
it could be so many different things. And I'm, you know, I, I'm expressing concern. And if you feel like you're in that spot and you're listening to this before um, things really open up and you have more access and you feel that way, like, oh, okay, when they open, it, it's going to be a challenge for me or I already have my mindset, I'm, I'm going to go back. You know, if, if that's kind of what's going through your head, I would challenge you to question that. And the advice I gave the group today was, you know, there's people who haven't bet just because the casinos were closed. And I said, well, why don't you, you know, just reflect back what's happened the last eight weeks since you haven't placed a bet? Like, write down a list. What, what happened? Did, were you more present for your family? Do, do you have more money in the bank? Did you go out and enjoy nature more? Are you connecting with people? Are your relationships flourishing? You know, there's um, there was a fella that I kind of picked on today. Well, there was two. One to prepare him because I'm scared for him. And then the other to compliment him. A year ago, you know, we were sitting in the rooms and, and he was on the verge of divorce, you know, like on the verge and because of the gambling and the evolution of the last year, you know, has, has, they've both been on guard. They've both been working on it, but then, but then Corona happens and they're in the same house 24 seven and what's happened. And now I don't live in the house, just seeing him, you know, when I make it to meetings, the dynamic in their relationship has shifted so powerfully. And I refer to them as like newlyweds today. And, you know, you could see his face light up and he's he's bragging on her and, and she happens to come back in from walking the dog and, you know, starts teasing him about it and gives him a big old kiss. And I mean, that, did you get any of that while, while you were on lockdown? And you know, just reflect, see, see if what, what's happened is, is worth not going back for, you know, evaluate your emotions, evaluate your achievements, you know, just reflect. I can't make the decision for you. I could challenge you to look at it and try to make it yourself, but I can't make it for you. So that's my thoughts for the evening, guys. I, uh, yeah, it's been a day. It's been a day. It's been an excellent day, but it's been a, a day. And and if you do write that list and you do some of that exploring, you're going to have the feelings I'm feeling right now probably. You know, you got to dig deep. There's, there's homework I got from one of uh, the subgroups I'm in that I've not done yet, but it's actually, it's a it's a pain funnel is what they're calling it. And I have to answer 10 questions about pain. And um, yeah, I got it. I got some more digging to do <laughs> before before uh, next class. So, all right, I'm going to leave you. Uh, thanks for listening. I, I hope that something's clicking for you. I hope that you're safe. And I hope you have a great night. Good night, my beautiful people.